0: This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Shall we begin?
1: <laughs> Expecto Patronum! It yourself.
0: Don't veta yanta sepo.
1: FM 89.9, you are listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn and Sharmila. And uh, tonight is a Stuff We Missed episode because when RRR came out in <laughs> cinemas, we did not actually get to review it. Um, and subsequently, it has had a sort of second life now um, since it's been released on Netflix. And everybody who missed it the first time around has been able to enjoy it on the small screen. And I'm really excited. I don't know if you can tell. I'm very excited to talk about RRR.
0: I feel like we missed a beat by not just saying Ram and Beam, like you and me. But then we haven't earned that spot yet, I um, don't think.
1: Also, I, I don't think we can after the epic praise yourself. I know. Like, like, I, I realise yeah. like, no, lad, there's no way I can live up to that. I, and who's Ram and Beam? Like, who, who, who would you want to be? I'd want to be Beam.
0: Okay. I like him better Like Ram is clearly The character That the movie Sort of like Positions in a certain way But I think Beam does all of the work
1: That's fair um, I, I suppose that leaves me To be the mega showboat Ram Which is
0: something <laughs> We can talk about later Oh RRR is such a singular Cinematic event of the year um, So we we have to And That's I said it. I know I know I've set the bar um, We have to give credit Where it's due So I was first told By our colleague Dash Who often comes
1: on Popcorn culture as well. Who wanted to join us today but unfortunately was unwell.
0: Yes um, but he basically dragged me to the cinema to watch this because he said like you have to watch this film and then subsequently I've been harping about it to Lynn and Arvin for ages so here we
1: are. And then now I can't stop talking about it to anybody who will listen. This is the quintessential movie that you come out and you just want to tell people you need to watch it so that we can talk about it and I okay before we get to my rambling feelings about RRR because I have a lot of them. It is a fictional telling of two Indian freedom fighters who did exist, but did not necessarily meet and have a friendship and a close bond, uh, which is what the movie suggests. So basically, the movie takes place in a small window in which little is known about their lives. And the uh, director, S.S. S. Rajamali, basically posits that they met, um, were friends and and went on massive epic adventures, which is what the rest of the film is. And as you might have been able to tell from what we were talking about earlier, um the two people in question are basically Komarambim, uh who is a protector of the Gon tribe, who is dragged into the story because a girl is abducted from the tribe, um, as well as uh, basically A. Ramaraju. Am I getting that right? Is that his name? Aluri Sita Ramaraju. Yes, I struggle so much because at different points, they are referred to slightly differently, but yes.
0: And it's it's a really interesting frame, right? Because... In essence, this is um, a anti-colonialist film. Um, It uses two freedom fighters that actually existed, but the story it tells is not based on anything factual. Instead, it's just a a background to be able to do all sorts of crazy action set pieces. A
1: background for bromance and revolution is what it is. That is exactly
0: what it is. And so it then becomes this kind of hyper-stylized action cinema uh, version of reality. So I think you have to set expectations. You cannot go into this thinking you're going to get some deep meditation on freedom fights fighting in India. Instead, it's actually it's a sort better. of... Yeah, it's a spectacle of machismo and like patriotism and rousing speeches. and. But if you go in being okay with that, ah, oh, this film pays off handsomely.
1: Okay, so I'm glad that you brought up setting expectations because I think that um, you need to go in knowing that it is going to be incredibly over-the-top. And so if your appetite for over-the-topness is low, and I know for some people that's very much the case, right, Mm. with action movies in particular, that there's a certain threshold. You cannot believe that regular non-Captain America people are just running around performing crazy stunts or that one man can fight off an entire battalion battalion of rioters, basically. (laughs) Um, If you find yourself struggling to accommodate that kind of truth in your mind, then RRR is going to be very, very difficult because it is over the top in that sense. Uh, you, you know what you're in for right away because the RRR framing is first used heavy handedly and then completely abandoned within the first 15 minutes or something, um, you know, telling you about fire water and highlighting the R in question so you know that's where you're at.
0: And then it each also stands for like rousing
1: words in
0: different languages because this movie is originally in Telugu but it was also released in Tamil, in uh, Malayalam, in (laughs) Hindi. So depending on which version you watch, you'll get different ideas of what the R's could stand for. I have to say this, it is also named for the three main people involved in the film. So Raja Mauli, Ram Charan who plays Ram, and NTR Jr. uh, who plays beam. So the R's also refer to them. That's exactly the kind of movie this is. Bonkers, doesn't make sense, but awesome.
1: Doesn't make sense and if you're like me and didn't know that and therefore um, wasn't prepared for the director himself to make a cameo (laughs) and, and you're not familiar with the director, you just have to go with it. And I... I want to say upfront that the reason why I'm so enthusiastic about RRR is because I don't think, Dash thinks this is one of the best films uh, of this year. I don't necessarily think it is, but what I absolutely will stand by is that it is one of the most enjoyable viewing experiences for me in 2022. It is, or maybe in the last 10 years, it's pure (laughs) cinema. Watching it, I was completely carried away by the story. If you feel the need to watch something that's going to take you away from your daily cares and woes, that purest form of entertainment, what people have always gone to cinema for, If you feel the need for that, RRR will deliver. It's three hours long and I watched it breathlessly. I was never bored. Uh, I wanted to always know what was going to happen, what new twist and turn are our heroes going to improbably be able to, you know, free themselves from. I was so into it. Because once you realise there is no limit to how far
0: the bar can be raised, you're just like, what can happen next? It's a Mean Girls reference. There is no limit. (laughs) No, and I I love that you said that it's, um, basically, yes, it it isn't by any means the best film you'll watch, but I think it's the kind of film that makes a case for what cinematic spectacle can be. Um, And I don't think it's any coincidence or fluke that it's getting that sort of response, not just from India, not just from Asia, but from all over the world. Um, There are now reviews coming in post it being released on Netflix of... um, prestige publications in the West calling this the best cinematic spectacle you'll see this year and I think that's actually true um, there's a sort of pure bravura in terms of what you can do on screen how far can you push the envelope in terms of what action could look like what um, what a fight could look like what a rousing speech could look like or even what a male friendship could look like um, the movie just really pushes it and expects you to be along
1: for the ride There's a scene involving torture and a song.
0: (laughs) I thought you were going to say more, but yes. No. You're right.
1: Bravura. If we're going to talk about bravura and there being no limit and this idea of, you know what, I'm just going to do everything I can to dial everything up to 10 constantly, whether it's action or trying to get you to feel emotionally present for these characters to be part of their inner turmoil as their friendship plays out. All you need to know about that is that there is a prolonged sequence involving torture and a rousing nationalistic song.
0: There is a scene where a man wrestles down a tiger in a forest. Yes. And that's not even the most OTT scene involving that's animals. at the start. I know. That's just how you a character is introduced to you. That's the simplest thing he does in this film.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, that's true. Everything (laughs) after this gets more complicated and involves more people and animals. Um, We're talking today about RRR, um, which was released earlier this year, but we missed it. Um, And so this is a Stuff We Missed episode. It was directed by SS Rajamoli. It stars N.T. Ramarau Jr., uh, Ram Charan, Alia Bhatt. There's there's just a lot of stuff to talk about. We'll come back and talk about the performances because we haven't actually done that yet. um, Because there's so much to say. We're reviewing RRR. So many R's. It's a fun one. Uh, Let us know, have you watched it? Did you enjoy it? What do you think? Uh, You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio.
0: Bodacious, fabulous minds. BFM 89.9, the business station.
1: Not salsa, not flamenco, my brother. Do you know? Not to. What is not Polam got to dum lona potla gitta duki natu polelam machata ralo, potara jugi nattu kirse polesokuni karra samu zesinat tu marri settu ni alona kurra kumpukuri nattu jerra jön naratelona mi la patukku galibi natuh, na patasura, na patasura, na patasura natunatu natunatu natu natu fila nat. GFM 89.9, you are listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn and Sharmila. This is a Stuff We Missed episode and we're looking back on a film that was released earlier this year, which we did not get to when it had a cinematic run, unfortunately. But now that it is out on Netflix, albeit not in its original language, is that right?
0: Yes, but is it, it is available in Telugu in Z5, if that's a platform you subscribe to.
1: So, uh, we're talking about RRR and I mean, if your fist isn't pumping while well, you listen to that, if your knee isn't Going in odd directions while listening to that What is your life?
0: Honestly, if you haven't watched the film and you just want to know why you should, just go look up Natu on on YouTube. Uh, this song went crazily viral when it was first released.
1: Oh, so Shamila actually uh, found that clip for us. So how long is the dance sequence? Because I can't remember. In my mind, it's 15 minutes, but I'm not sure.
0: No, the whole song is about slightly under five minutes. But there's also a dance off. There's a dance yes. battle. There's colonisation being showed up through the power of dance. It's amazing. It is.
1: Um, and... In terms of, in terms of, I don't know why I'm trying to intellectualize this, but when when I think about why the movie works, right, a lot of it could be encapsulated in this dance sequence, um, which is the only one in the film. It's, it's a huge, huge dance yes. sequence, um, but until the closing credits, this is the only one. And I think that while this is an explosion of colour and action and friendship and, and as you say, anti-colonialist sentiment, it is precipitated by a long slow-motion sequence in which a man is ashamed on a dance floor and a platter rolls forever. The platter rolls for about three minutes while it makes its way towards the inevitable opening of this emotional scene. And I think Therein lies the magic of RRR in that it knows how to pace itself because it's a long film. Again, I, I say that just so you know what you're in for. It's a long film. So there might be times where you think your attention's going to dip or where you go, I don't know if the sequence has overstayed its welcome. But you don't really feel that way. And I think it's because they know how to intersperse emotional beats along with the larger machinations of the story involving the recovery of a girl, uh, involving a very, very long game in terms of how to handle colonialists and, and, you know, um, be able to fund revolutions. So it does all that. But in the middle of it, the way it spaces out its emotions and action is also exactly that. Five minutes of a song explosion, a minute before that of suspense in the form of a platter?
0: So I think if you're used to watching Indian cinema, particularly mm. South Indian cinema, this sort of rise and fall of the action and the emotional beats is not unfamiliar. Um, and that's also why I think, I don't think three hours is a big deal for a filmmaker like Rajamouli, right? His previous film, Bahubali, was essentially a six-hour movie divided into two parts. So I think for him, it's not a waste of time or screen space to build up to something because otherwise you're just talking about a bunch of action set pieces knitted together. But then the movie also takes a lot of effort and time in building their relationship because if you want to buy into the this man will risk his life to save this other man, you have to buy the, the friendship. And
1: when you say a lot of time, do you mean one montage? Because that's actually what it is.
0: <laughs> How dare you? It felt like the whole movie. Um, Okay, to be fair, I was going to tie it back to what you said earlier. I think a lot of it has to do with the performances. Um, We we are talking about this film like... It's OTT and it is, mm. but I think there's an earnestness to the performances. There's a
1: humanness and groundedness yes. to them. Yes, I agree. And they
0: both have such great chemistry and both um, NTR Junior as well as uh, Ramcharan uh, really commit to their roles. I mean, sure. I mean, when you're leaping off bridges and like flying a flag while you're doing it, that doesn't necessarily require acting. Um but How dare you? <laughs> you mean the slow motion underwater run didn't require acting? That's true. I am diminishing this, aren't I know. Okay, everything, everything about this required acting. But I just, I just think that this film couldn't have worked without them. I think they committed hundred and ten percent, not just to their individual roles, but in creating the chemistry and charisma between the both of them.
1: And actually, that's important because there is a period of time in which there's a certain element of mystery in their relationship where they're not super clear on who the other person is or what their true motivations might be. Um, The the revelation of that is what leads to the final third of the film really Mm. being what it is. But there is a significant chunk in the middle of the film where you know as the audience very clearly what's going on. The characters, however, do not. And so for you to watch the two of them go on innocent motorcycle rides and (laughs) like riding horses together and, you know... Trying to like get the girl, helping each other, yeah. Running alongside trains. (laughs) While you watch this sequence play out, you need to be buying into their friendship, even as you're recognising perhaps how unlikely it is that this would have developed in the way that it did. I I found that suspension of disbelief came to me very, very easily in this film. While there are things that I recognise as how on earth, or what is that? A man riding on another man's shoulders for a long period of time. An entire fight sequence. Several. <laughs> several fight sequences. Um, I was fine with that. I didn't have a moment of thinking, "Ah, I've checked out, I don't believe in this. And that has to do with not just the ratcheting up of the story, but yeah, the fact that there is a groundedness and a base with the relationship that you buy into and that you want to see thrive.
0: I've heard some people criticize RRR by saying that they were more willing to buy into this kind of hyper-stylized action in Bahubali mm-hmm. because it was set in a mythic, mythic space. Um, it was mythology and, you know, it, it involved things like um, things being not in our world, Where else the fact that this was set in our world makes this a little bit more difficult to swallow. but. I think that actually a lot of this goes back to just setting the tone from the start. And I think one thing that RRR does really well right from the beginning, it throws you, it it's it starts at such such a level that you're like, well, yeah, I know what this movie is doing. It's not going to start like this and then suddenly go into like independent art cinema. Like this is the tone that the movie is going to put you in. And I think as long as it commits to creating that world the suspension of disbelief isn't difficult.
1: So we talked about Treasure Planet yesterday and more specifically um, about the set pieces and how they just kind of go from one set piece to another, to another. We've also spoken in other instances about how in traditional Hollywood movies, they save all their firepower for the final third. Yes, And so I, I find it curious that while I myself have made both those criticisms, that the, ratchet, the constant ratcheting up of set pieces in RRR did not bother me, because there is a scene on a bridge where you really think—I mean, in other movies, that's the final scene. That—that's it. That's the end. But this is just the beginning of a friendship. Before you know, they—they they then go on to greater levels of understanding and crazy fighting. And I, this is not. Again, this is not intellectual. This is purely from the gut. I don't know why it worked for me. I don't know why the constant ratcheting up to a truly insane finale worked for me and at no point did I think, ah, of course they were going to go there. Well, you describe the
0: movie as the the first third and then the second third and the final third. And I wonder whether partly it's that every third is actually quite neatly divided into a particular chapter. story or a chapter. Mm-hmm. And so there are like a couple of set pieces that bookend each chapter really well. Um, and if you watch it in the cinema, because I'm not sure how it works on the streaming platforms, you actually get three, two intervals. So they're 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 kind of nicely sandwiched.
1: Well, you get you get some fire, mm. um, and then <laughs> and th- there's the an RRR popping R-R-R. On screen. R-R. There's yeah. an option for you to pause it there, but, yeah.
0: you know, and then we'll maybe go get a coffee or something. Yes. Yeah. So I think that the the film actually does a really good job in dividing up the action uh, and the story in a way that doesn't feel like you're expected to um, sort of digest too much all at once. And instead, it is a sort of chapter-esque
1: journey that you're on. So we're out of time. We could keep going, but we have been raving about RRR, our, our, our essentially, in this episode of Stuff We Missed. It came out earlier this year. I'm so sad to have missed it on the cinema. I can't believe Dash did not try and drag me. I tried heard... to drag you guys, but we just ran out of time. Mm.
0: I'm petitioning for them to bring it back to the cinema.
1: Seriously. I I mean, there's a gap. That's true. There are gaps now. There may be gaps in future if Disney continues to be, you know, in the position they're in. So who knows? But I I mean, I loved it. I was sad to have watched it on a small screen. Anyway, let us know. Did you watch RRR? Are you a fan? Uh, You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Write to us, of course, also at movies at bfm.my.